My man in Texas. Uh, I'm in LA, brother. You're in LA? Yeah. I, I never know where you are. I feel like I know you so well, and then I have no idea who you are. Like, you're like my most mysterious friend. Uh, yeah. Can we talk about that for a second? Sure. Okay. So, me and Bill did a show in Arizona, right? And he's like, hey, want to drive down together? So, I'm like, all right, if you ask me, drive down together. So we're driving down and I'm just like venting. It's like a therapy session. I think I haven't seen anybody at that point in a while because of COVID. And you're an easy guy to talk to. That's why I have you on the podcast too. You're a very easy guy to talk to. You're very, very smart. You went to like Brown or something or Princeton, you know. Princeton, come on, Princeton. Brown? Princeton, very bright guy, very easy to talk to. You, you're very, you have a lot of empathy for people. So we're talking for like six hours there, seven hours back. At the end, I'm like, man, I feel, I feel like I really bonded with Bill Dawes. Like, I feel like we're really closer. We've always been close, but I feel like we've really, like, I don't know, maybe turned the corner of our friendship of, like, here's a guy that I consider, like, you're in that, that, that top tier of friends. You know how you always have, like, the guys that, like, like I just want to be really, like, I know you for years. So then, then, like, three days later, this, our, our mutual friend is like, hey, you hear about Bill? I'm like, what? She's like, oh, he's having a baby. I'm like, oh, when did he find out? She's like, nine months ago. It's due any day now. I'm like, what? Like, she's like, yeah. I'm like, you would think that would come up in the, the 14 hours we spent together. Well, let me say, th- th- there are a few things. First of all, you were hilarious on the car drive, and your rants were like cracking me the fuck up. And then for me to go, by the way, I'm going to have a child, just felt like it wasn't the tone. of the. It was like a fun, we were like ranting about all sorts of shit. And then... Um, also, they have this weird thing, I'm sure you know, because you have a daughter. Like, you can't even get a pediatrician appointment until the baby is born. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Okay, go on. You go on. Go on. You can't even get a pediatrician appointment until the baby is born because uh, the baby might die. So, you know what I mean? That's so, in the first couple months, though. I'm talking about, like... I know, but there's a part of me that's just, like, I, I, I've always been, like, I don't want to, like... It sounds stupid, like jinx it or be like. When you first couple months, we found out the woman's pregnant. Like that, you said, don't tell anybody. After like four, four months, you you can start telling people. Especially well, like, also, we'd broken up, and then five days later, she found out she's pregnant. Uh, okay. So also, right. it's not like I was married like you and had a nine hundred thousand dollar house like you. I live in a dumpster behind the Chuckle Hut, and uh, <laughs> baby with a girl I just broke up. So it was, um, you know, and and. Things are cool. I mean, she's a great mom, and and uh, and I'm, I've been there for the past three weeks, but I'm fucking in LA by myself. I I hear you. I hear you, and I just think that like uh, I don't know. It's exciting. But when I was like, "What's new with you?" And, like I think I said, "What's new with you?" Like, you, Adam. 
<laughs> I would like to believe that I would say that. Uh, but uh, congratulations, man. Uh, beautiful girl. Second daughter. Um, I, I mean, how do you feel? 20 years apart, man. It's fucking crazy. Um, I feel like I got some good dick. You know what I mean? No. I feel she's it, – it, it's – you in the delivery room and all that, right? Yeah, I got kicked out like 10 times for making, for making jokes. Uh, my wife didn't want to see me. She was like, this is the hardest thing I ever had to do. I was going to have wrestled in high school. She was, get out, get out. And then like, you know what's so funny is I took your advice. I was like, because you told me that. What we found out, you're like, hey, don't make jokes in the fucking delivery room. So I was like, I'm going to be so qu- fucking quiet in the delivery room um, and not make jokes. But she was actually, by the way, she bites my head off every fucking day. But like when she, during the delivery room, she was an angel to me. It's the most bizarre inversion of shit. Probably unmedicated, right? Yeah, she was on epidural. So yeah, I mean, my wife, my wife, my wife's legs were over her head. I mean, there was like all kinds of stuff going on, and I was like, "Man, you look really hot right now." Like I was saying <laughs> things like, "Oh man, you're turning me on." Shut up! And then she'd be like, "He's a comedian." To every nurse that came in, you know. <laughs> They couldn't believe that this was. I was like framing it. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take the shot right now. I was just being yeah. a I, you know, but that's that's baby, my go-to. Did the baby come out. Yeah, of course, baby came out and uh, and were you uh, there when the head came yeah. out and everything. Yeah, is yeah, it, yeah. Isn't it fucking amazing? That's coming amazing. I was nervous because the the umbilical cord was around her neck, so they like yeah. they had to like that could have been bad, you know. Yeah. Um, you gotta get early. Start teach her how to how to block the chokes. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, uh, um, yeah, it was one of those things. Uh, I think I made like an Epstein joke, like you're not hanging yourself here. It's just something that I was like, <laughs> baby, I'm nervous. It's a defense mechanism. That's the thing. That's the, that's the problem is that whenever I get really nervous or scared, even when I coach wrestling, if a kid's hurt, the kid's hurt, I'll, I'll, I'll gauge how hurt he is by if I make a stupid joke, if he laughs or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes like, like, there was a kid with like you know, on his back and he was like, he was hurt. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, there are freckles everywhere. You know, like I'll say something that like, like a real dad joke I'll give him. And then, yeah. and then he'll be like, or like sometimes like if it's a timeout in a match, I'll try to calm the kid down. If it's, you know, I'll be like, hey, anything you want to talk about? Any girls or anything? Like any girls in school? Like just like during a match, you know, just to kind of calm the kid down. Yeah. Totally my defense mechanism. Because even with my kid, when my kid falls off, uh, my kid hurts herself, I'll, and she starts crying, I'll put like a shoe on my head or a banana on my head. And if she yeah. laughs, I know she's not really that hurt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She doesn't laugh, I'm like, fuck. I'm not sure how, how long that's gonna last that, you know. So. By the way, uh, um, Jay Moore said that you were the best wrestling coach he's ever seen. Oh, that's nice of him, that's nice. Yeah. Like, Jay, Jay's nice guy. I mean, a lot of it, you know, there, a lot of times, like, like I was a really good wrestler in high school. You know, we're gonna, we're talking to, we're gonna talk to a guy named Bryce Meredith who, you talk about, oh my God, like I've never one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen. He was doing moves that I didn't know how he was doing them. Like I'm watching oh, wow. his moves. I'm watching his moves, going, "How did he get that?" Like he's he he's, yeah. he's running an armbar, but has a half, and then he's spinning the guy over. He's gonna be amazing at MMA. He had his first fight. He almost got fucking. He was a minus three thousand favorite. Almost got stopped because this oh, maniac starts trading punch for punch when he's one of the best like ten wrestlers in the in the country. That's- Crazy! It's just all ego. They just have to fucking strike it out. We got, we got, we got to talk to this guy. But dude, but, get in their head, and you go, "Hey, you want to fight me like a man?" And they're like, "Okay." But I also like take tips from people. Like 
you know, like I'll watch a move and I'll go, can I teach this to my kids? You know, that's the first thing yeah. I'm looking for is can, and then I watch like, like I watched a Henry Cejudo video and he's like, look, when you have a single leg, he goes, make believe that you're, you're saying the Pledge of Allegiance when you have that foot. So like Pledge yeah. of Allegiance, like have that hand right there. I'm like, that's, you say that to a kid, you know, or, or like when you have a single, when you, when you have a single and you have a leg under the armpit and, yeah. you, and you want to kick out, give the guy the finger. Like, give me yeah. the middle finger and then kick out. So, although, you know, the Pledge of Allegiance now in schools is problematic. <laughs> but, yeah, now is, but a lot of it is like picking up tricks like that. Yeah, of course. You know, or, or, and also making it fun. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll teach, we'll, we'll go over basic, basic, basic. I go, if you guys are really good, I'll teach you guys a fucking, you know, flying squirrel or some kind of suicide cradle or something, which, of course, they're going to get in three seconds. They're not going to yeah. get a double leg, and then they're going to go for that every time. So, I have yes. to be like super careful with that. But that's, you know, communicating. A lot of times people are really good wrestlers, but they can't coach or basketball players. They're not good coaches. It's just because it's a matter of, like, can you communicate to, to, to a young kid, you know? Um, yeah. So, so that's, uh, that's, that's a lot of it. Um, I was actually – I'm in therapy. Are you, are you in therapy? No. I feel like you would do well in therapy. I mean, maybe you're too smart for therapy. I feel like no, I, I would, I've done different types of therapy, but I, and I had a therapist at one point. I, I did like a group therapy thing that we can talk about. And I have a time yeah. share I want to tell you when we talk about it. Yeah. No. What, well, you're in therapy right now? Every day, every, every Wednesday, uh, I do therapy. Every, and, um, get, get good jokes worked out in therapy, be honest. Dude, sometimes I'm like, man, like, this is hilarious. I should be writing this down. But then I'm like, well, I'm not in therapy for material, you know, like this is, but then I'm mad at myself because, <laughs> and then even like, I'm like, oh, I got to tell this on the podcast, but it's always out of context and it's never, yeah. it's never as funny. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about my, my like boarding school I went to, the Hyde school, which is like, I guess Paris Hilton, I guess put it on like the, she has like a list of like troubled teen schools and trying to take down terrible boarding schools. And my boarding school saved my life. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm really happy I went there. Before I went there, I was running away from school. I was bullying people. I was getting bullied. I was trying to beat up my parents. I was throwing, I threw a punch at my stepmom. I missed. That's how bad my stand-up is. But I was out of control of a kid. And I was, yeah. looking up to the, my whole life was like, it was all about whether or not people, I was popular. I just wanted approval yeah. of people. It doesn't matter how I felt about myself. It's how others perceive me feeling about myself. Yeah. So I hung out with the worst possible kids to get, to get, you know, and then because they were the ones considered cool and all they did was beat me up, you know? So it was one of those things that was just, I was fucking doing terrible. And, and when I went there, I ended up, you know, excelling in wrestling and becoming a, you know, four time doing a champion. I went to, got into a really good school at Binghamton. It was like, it saved my life. But there yeah. were some things that like went down to that school that I'm not with, I'm not proud of. And, you know, one of them I was talking about in my school was like, I was, everyone had like a job at the school. And my job was to do dishes for the whole school at 5.30 in the morning. I had to get down, walk, walk a mile in like four feet of snow to get to the place. And it was fresh snow, it was Maine snow. So it was like yeah. your fucking knees and I was only five foot two at the time. So, and then get there and do everyone's dishes. Put, everyone put their fucking disgusting food into the thing and I had, it was gross. It was beyond gross. And I was late and my teacher who was like one of my faculty members, he must've been 260 pounds, 270. And he said, why are you late? And he took his fingers and just started poking me in the chest. And I was like 94 pounds. And it wasn't yeah. like one time, it was like 25 times of, yeah. of like a 250 pound man. And shit like that, where you just like, that, like that, that wouldn't fly today. 
you, know? you look back, what the fuck? Yeah, I look back, but then a part of me is like, well, I'm being a pussy for even talking about it. You know, like, why was I even, why am I even like, like, like harden up kind of thing. And then, and then there was a time where like my freshman year, I qualified for nationals because I won the class A's and I won the New England's and I was 103 pounds, but I couldn't go because my assistant, my, my wrestling coach was, he was, uh, I don't know what he, he, he was graduating college. My assistant coach came in like drunk one night to the dorms, picked out a kid, started wrestling with him at three o'clock in the morning. Like, Hey, let's wrestle. And that kid ended up telling a teacher about it. And the guy admitted he was drunk. He got suspended for a month and then came back. And I like, love this coach. He was like, he's like, but Why did you lose your spot because of that. He, he like couldn't drive me. It was in, it was at, it was in, in Lehigh, Pennsylvania. So I had, oh. no one to, I had no one to drive me to nationals. So, oh. so it was like shit like that where I'm just, my, my dad's like still mad at him. Cause he's convinced <laughs> I, I would have placed that year. And if you played you could have bus. Nine hours by yourself to sign in yeah. and get a hotel when you're 13. I guess you just weren't committed, Adam. Maybe, maybe. But I mean, those are two. I'm not gonna. It wasn't so black. Everything isn't so. Everything wasn't black or white. There. It did way more good than bad for me. I'm happy. Yeah. That I went. But a part of me is like, those are some fucked up things that happened. You know. Oh, um, for sure. I'm sure there was like crazy sexual abuse that gets covered up. Everyone gives shit to the Catholic Church, but like it's happening everywhere. There are kids and adults in the same room. Someone's getting diddled. It's crazy. Like the numbers of public schools are way worse than the Catholic Church, and no one's talking about it. I wouldn't say Whatever. everywhere. Uh, I just, yeah, I just think there's always going to be an abuse of power. I think also people have no fucking self control, and I think also maybe people become jobs for the wrong reasons. Like there was a kid in my high school that was like the biggest bully, in my public high school, and he became a cop. Of, of course. course. And yeah. then, and then he got arrested. He was like. A detect he was like one of the main guys and he got detected for going to a strip club and like pulling his gun on someone in the parking lot and then he got totally disbarred and yeah like my solution is never defund the police it's triple their salary you triple yeah. their salary you'll get better cops anything people yeah. don't want to be part-time cops or part same with teachers you you, you yeah. pay a teacher like six figures like you'll get some good fucking teachers out there yeah it's true Think of all the garbage teachers you had in your life. Like I look back, I'm like, I can think of like maybe four teachers that I thought were actually decent teachers. Most of them were just fucking garbage. They didn't do anything. They didn't give a fuck. I, you know what? As an adult, sometimes, like I look at like, uh, like I'm, I'm trying to start this like wrestling program. And, and I started this program for high school. And they can't get one teacher for the past 12 years in the school to help coach. Jeez. We have to always have an outside coach, which fucked up the whole program because yeah. there's nobody in the school to go, hey, you, you're a good athlete. Come here for a second. You know, what sport are you playing? That's what you need to have a program. You have yeah. to have somebody in the school to grab kids. And it's like there are so many teachers just don't give a fuck. So many athletic programs, they don't want to have wrestling there. It's like you wonder why people got into teaching. I feel like, like anything else, people got into teaching for the right reasons and then they got broken. Like, yeah. I, I, hey, by the way, that's everything. My brother, my, check out, my brother was a fucking emergency room doctor because he wanted to save lives. And it made him a fucking Trump supporter. Because <laughs> he just hated people. He, people, like, he was like, I'm saving lives. And then I was like, oh, it's another fucking junkie who needs their methadone fix and wants to build the system for years. Everyone's yeah. a fucking crook. So, yeah, I think that's true with everything, too. I mean, even comics, right? 
Oh my God. Especially comics, especially comics. But especially now with people that like, it almost like, like now with the internet, it used to be, look, it was never better before because you had so many gatekeepers. Yeah. But you didn't have to hear everyone's opinion on how much you suck. I mean, literally <laughs> I put a video on TikTok and people were like, yeah. uh, good material. His delivery sucks. Right. Which then, <laughs> and I read that and I should just go, whatever. I make a living at this. I live in a nice house. Yada, yada, yada. I do well. But instead I'm like, oh man, I stuttered as a kid. I had a lisp. Uh, sometimes like I talk too fast. What if my delivery does suck? What if I'm never going to be good? What if like, what if this guy's telling me the truth? What if like, I'm fighting a battle I'm not going to win? And what if all of this reason the re that I became a comic was because I got picked on when I was stuttered as a kid and, and like, and it takes me into a fucking place that I hate being and that I have to then like step back out of and go, did I do a show last night? Yeah. Did everyone laugh? Yeah. Did, did I get a standing ovation last week? Did yeah. I do, like, then fuck this guy, you know? But I also don't think that's a bad thing to, to wrestle with that. I had a, I did a bit, it's on the Laugh Factory YouTube about getting a blowjob from a British girl. And I do that thing that like every female comics go, I was like, I did a joke and, um, did da, 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 joke and, um, you know that, that little segue that people do? Yeah. They go, and, um, and someone's like, what's up with the, these comics doing and, um, every time? And I was like, fuck, I gotta be aware of that. That's true. So I feel like, it's fine to listen to it. Just don't let it affect you. Like take what's good and ignore what's bad. I know that's it, like be the Buddha, but like be the Buddha. Yeah, it is. It is. At the same time, you're also like, someone says something to me like, oh, I heard you do that joke before. Like, <laughs> so, then, so then a part of me goes, well, hey, listen, I have three comedy specials out. You know, you can go on my TikTok, go on my, you know, Spotify. I have three albums. And then I'm like, and I have this. Then I'm like, what am I fucking doing? Like, why am I having to prove myself to somebody like who, what do i care what what, what what do i win here like how yeah, is yeah. life any better like it's yeah. it's like not meanwhile i have you on the entire time i just have you as like i'm so not paying attention that I, i've had you on the main thing the entire time like i'm it's it's, Adam, it's my podcast that i'm on the little box and you're in the big <laughs> box that's uh whatever. is my phone this is the right way or should be this way no, I your, phone is great. your phone is great uh we okay. have paulina granados i don't know where uh bryce is so uh, I would, you know, it's these funny guys, man. Like, like I watched probably, my wife wanted to like bang last night. I, I got back from this club and it was this smoking hot girl, like just being really nice. And I don't know if she was flirting or not because I just don't know anymore. Uh, like I'm just so out of like, and I'm yeah. probably thinks that because I'm married with a kid, women feel safer around me. Low. Yeah. And they also know I'm not trying to fuck them. Like they know, I can't tell if they know I'm not trying to fuck them. So that's why they're nicer to me. Or they think if I cheat on them with my wife and kid, not only do they have me, but I'm now putting that on the line so that they're that much more valuable. And then a part of me thinks sometimes that somebody fucked this girl over, like somebody cheated, and now they want to be the bad girl. So there's all kinds of like three different things that I think about, um, yeah. all of which I can't tell my wife about because she's not impressed. I mean, I cheated. Yeah. So, and, also, uh, and also women like men who aren't available. It's like, you know what? New York theater actor, you know how many gay men wanted to fuck me and they knew I was straight, but they thought they'd convert me. Like that's like the, 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 a gay man converting a straight man to homosexuality is like such a fucking feather in the cap. It's the same thing. A, a woman who gets a man to cheat on her wife is like, look what I did. I, I know. I, but I, I wonder if it's be also, they know that like 
it's almost like, you know how sometimes you hook up with girls when they're on vacation? Because you know, yeah. they hook up, like there were so many times that I worked in Times Square, girls were on vacation and they were yeah. like, oh, that's it's their checklist of like things to do, like bang a guy from New York or something. Right? <laughs> and then when yeah. you try to follow up with them, like, hey, I'm in Michigan and they're home. They're, they're like, who are you? Like, that was just a thing. So maybe they yeah. look at like a married guy with kids as like a vacation. Like you could just get the dick, but nothing else comes with it. Anyway, yeah. anyway, Paulina is a girl who, uh, who maybe will answer all these questions and then some because she is a fighter for Invicta. She was in the Invicta tournament last week. Uh, and her fights, I don't know if you watch this girl's fights, Bill. They no. are like Vanderlei Silva, prime Vanderlei Whoa. Silva. He <laughs> just goes punch for punch with anybody. Uh, uh, I've never, like, I never watched, I watched about like five of your fights last night. They're all the same. You stand there and trade punches with everybody. It's fucking nuts. Uh, how are you? I'm good. My hand's still recovering. From, oh my god! From trying to break that girl's skull. <laughs> you, you know what? You would have. The girl was a black belt, a brown belt, and you're a purple belt. She's and, a black belt. Black belt. She and, ain't no black belt though. I was like, I felt her, and I was like, she sucks. You were doing this thing right where you were winning on the feet, and then you went for the thing that I can't stand when girls do or guys uh, is that head and arm basic throw because <laughs> i've been doing i've been doing judo so i was like i want to show them what else i can do and then i fucking did it and that was bad well you uh, landed on top at first and then you got swept uh no, she, no i had i had an i had an arm toss and she she came out from behind yeah which is, i should have i should have did the underhook side not the head the overhook side that's where i fucked up yeah, but that's like what everyone says is that happened when you had an arm is that anyone who's like over either with a wrestler or over a, a brown belt, unless you're like Khabib and you have just like gorilla strength, that's what's going to happen. Unfortunately, what happened, but I didn't know that was going to happen. You didn't know Nobody, happen? Nobody's done that to me. No. Oh, okay. Well, well I was like, and then I rewatched it and I was like, what happened? Cause I, I didn't even know what happened. I was like, how the fuck did I lose that position? And then I watched it and I was like, I'm never doing that again. Well, to your credit, though, the girl had a rear naked choke, and you just stood up on it. You're just like, I'm out of here. Uh, <laughs> you were on your back? She, she had you back rear, rear naked choke? Or you were standing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, she had, had my, my back, and then I kind of rolled over and tripoded up and kind of shoved her off. Wow, that's pretty good. I, like, shoved her off. Just walked away. Like, nah, bitch. Like, <laughs> not today. Then... You it wasn't. Like, she didn't even. She didn't even have it under my chin, though. She was like trying to crank on my jaw, and I was like, "I this no, this isn't it. Yeah. They're not gonna tap me like this." So, so you just stood like, up and you started fucking pounding her, and everyone and they were like, the announcers were like, "Shoot, other girls a professional boxer, blah blah blah," and you're like, "I don't know, Paulina's landing some fucking haymakers, dude." I like felt her skull like giving. Like <laughs> I punched her. I, I'm pretty sure I broke her orbital because like. I just like when I felt that I was like, oh, I got her, and like every punch that landed, I, I could feel like her skull like giving. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. It was I've awesome. never heard that before. I felt her skull giving. It, yeah, it, it was, was like I, I like felt it like like I felt my knuckles going in her skull. It was beautiful. It was beautiful, and I think that if that fight would have went three rounds, you would have won. Um, I know, man. Fuck. So what they do is build because it's Invicta, right? They have a tournament. Yeah. But like. If for some reason in America you can't have more than like five rounds in one day, which is like so stupid, right? 
So you can't fight two fights. You could have oh, like two two-minute, two, two rounds or whatever. So that in order to win, you got to win three fights. So yeah. each round is like a one-round fight for the first two fights. And then the second round, I think, is two rounds or whatever. Three, it's a three-round fight. The last round, if you're in the final, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, one-round fight's got to be that's, – that's a hard thing to do, right? Yeah, because, like – and I, I made the mistake of, like, trying to be a little too technical in the beginning, and I shouldn't have touched her gloves. I shouldn't have touched gloves with her because I put her in my range. She came out like a fucking banshee, like, street fighter. And I was like, this isn't pretty. But you can't make a five-minute round pretty. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, that's when, I was, that's when I was just like, fuck it. I was a little nervous for you going to the fight because I, I watched your Instagram live with Angela Hill, and you were making stripper videos. Uh, there was like a pole in the hotel room. That's and good were, work. And you were, there was what? There was a video. She was taking pictures of you, and you were like dancing on a pole or something. And like, on a, a pole. Was it an old one? Oh, was, was there? A, was <laughs> oh there a, no, no, no! That was that wasn't a pole. It was like a revolving stage. Oh. So Invicta had us on like on a revolving stage for like the the pre-fight thing. Oh. Like, we were like standing on this stage, and we were just kind of like spinning on it. And then me and Angela were like, oh, let's make a video on it. So we made a TikTok. Oh, I it. thought you guys were like at a strip club or something. And no. I, was like, what? I was like, what kind of pre-fight fucking ritual is it? Which I'm all for. Don't get me wrong. It just, I thought that that was, uh, okay, that makes me. Yeah. Sense. You imagine the stripper pole in the middle. I like, know. You, I was like, what? It, 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 it did not look like a stripper pole kind of thing. It's like sort of, you could see where I'm coming from, right? It was literally a revolving stage. Like, oh, okay. you're just, like, making shit up. I am. It's true. It's true. How <laughs> dare you. Now, let's talk about your OnlyFans. Yeah, your OnlyFans. What, what is going on here? Because... My mom's right there. Is that your mom? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, sorry. All right. Hold on. Let's go outside. Okay, we'll go outside. <laughs> sorry, mom. It's my okay. fan page. Okay, your fan page. Your fan... Yeah, yeah. It, the fact that you only have a couple fans. Okay, so, all right, I, this is the best. All right, so your mom isn't. Your mom doesn't know about your OnlyFans. She knows about my fan page. She knows about your fan page. Got it. Now, what is going on? Because you're a beautiful girl, obviously. You're a great fighter, and women are just making bank and OnlyFans, right? Is that what's going on? Yeah, that's what's happening. So I mean, she has a balcony. Look at her. She's obviously making bank. So people are showing like so now. <laughs> so I, I'm a fan of Paulina, right? I'm like, hey, Paulina, you're so hot. Can you make a video of you uh, drinking milk on your face, yelling my name or something, right? Is that, is that what goes on here? Uh, that's like a private DM request, yeah. Okay, Stuff right. like uh, that. Like this guy, I, I haven't made his video yet, but he's like, he's like, can you, can you do a video for me stripping out of your, your fight clothes? And like he wants me to like put gloves on and everything, but leave only my gloves and underwear on. So I was. Like, I think that's uh, hot. that's kind of hot. Come on. Yeah. I, now, how much is <laughs> and, and how and then you're like okay, a thousand dollars on there, right? Like some kind of. Like, what? Uh, yeah, I'll, I set the price. Yeah, you set the price. And if they can't afford it, I'm just like sorry. Good, good, good. Now, are a lot of guys married? Do you know? I have no married? idea. A lot of them. A lot of them are like, I don't know who they are. So you don't see who the guys are. Unless they want me to see who they are. Okay, good. Now, just be careful. Because I feel like some of these guys are, like, pretending they're in a real relationship with you. And I don't want them showing up at your fights with roses uh, or in the cage with, like, proposing to you or something. You know, just What's wrong with showing up with roses? What if I want them to show up with roses? All right, don't that's fine. Don't giving me roses. 
Okay. Yeah, why are you single? Because you're a gorgeous girl and you can fight and you're super cool. You came to my, come to a bunch of my shows, Bill. She's always a good sport. I always talk about how she's, she's going to be, how she likes, you know, nice things. Uh, so why are you single? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Adam. Me? I don't know because I think I, I like the wrong guy and he doesn't like me. Like, I like him maybe, or he doesn't want to be in a relationship because he doesn't have time for me, but he probably has, he doesn't have time for a relationship, but he has time for, you know, 10 of them. So, so, uh, so you that like, kind of thing. Yeah. You like players. You like guys that like are hard to get that are dating a lot of girls. I mean, not hard to get cause I got him, but like hard, <laughs> hard for him to just be with me and not with everybody else too. Yeah. But you also want to be with a Paulina. You want to be with a fighter too, right? He just so happens to be a fighter. But I mean, if I find a nice guy who's not a fighter, that's like yeah. Oh, you'll see females like, oh, here's my boyfriend Shecky. He's an accountant. <laughs> Why not? You know what? I feel like I'm like trying to put myself out on the dating scene. It's been really difficult, but like I haven't met anybody yet. But I am open like to meeting like a guy who's like not a fucking scrub like i don't want like some fucking loser pansy but like i want like an alpha yeah in whatever he does yeah you want a guy I, that can protect you yeah and not and not even like protect me physically like if he has a gun like and he knows how to shoot it cool like that i'd be <laughs> down with that too like i just want like a guy who's like a hard worker knows how to use his hands can protect me nice. physically That's if i get sick he can financially like take care of me because it's like why am I gonna date a guy who's a scrub but I can take care of myself you know what I mean so it's like this all makes sense. I mean, this is what you deserve I mean obviously like I, I I think so highly of you so I would like for you to have that I don't know I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't but are you going for guys with like neck tattoos um, I don't even care just somebody who's nice nice guy who likes me all right. This is kind of sad, Bill. Is this kind of sad? Oh, you know what, though? I'm oh. you, don't really buy it. It is sad. It's fucking pathetic. I only picked the wrong guys. You yeah, want a nice guy. You're not drawn to the nice guy. You're drawn to the bad boy. But the thing is, I think it's like I'm a little bit, like, shallow in the in a way that, like, I have to be, like, attracted to them also like yeah. there's like a bunch of nice guys that i meet and i'm just like oh i just like i'm just not attracted to them yeah most importantly you have to be attracted from the waist down their wallet right no <laughs> like they just can't be like fat i guess well you will put a lot of time <laughs> no you put a, no fuck that you put a lot of time into your body i you really work, do you work your ass off you're a pro fighter, and you should be with somebody who can take care of themselves physically. I think I don't think that's asking. He doesn't have to oh, be a bodybuilder, but yeah, yeah, like I don't want a fucking fat slob, and like I don't want somebody who, like I don't know. Sometimes like I watch people eat, and I get disgusted. I'm like, oh, like how like you fucking you just ate a lot. Like it's gross. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm kind of like a little bit like I I eat I eat a lot, I guess, but like. When it's like all the time, it like grosses me out. I'm just like, ooh, like you're putting a lot of shit in your body. Like that's gross. No, okay, all right. Let's get back to your fighting because I, I like I actually like this. Uh, you're, you, what I heard was beginning at, from girls from Alliance. They told me that you came to Alliance. You had no fight background. Did you wrestle in college or high school? Who said what, that? I don't know. They said that you just basically were so fucking tough 
And then eventually started kicking everyone's ass. Oh, but, well, when I came to Alliance, I already had a fight background. Okay. But before that, I didn't. No, before that, I didn't. You never wrestled in high school? No, we didn't even have that. I did powerlifting. I didn't even know what wrestling was until after. Like, I thought wrestling was like the WWE. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. So when did you become like a pro fighter? Like, how did you? In, uh, uh, 20, so I started in 2009. Uh, when I was 21, actually, like, dude, I was like really bad. My, there's like a lot of things that happened in my life that kind of like led up to that moment. But, um, you know, one of them was I, I dated this really like, abusive guy when I was like 16 till I was like 19 and um just emotionally physically abusive and like I was like I've always been like a ride or die like girl like my loyalty is my strength but it's also my weakness and um he started like doing drugs and stuff and then of course like me being like oh like that's my dude like I started you know doing shit with him and like, it got really you know, bad and really physically was really bad it was really of, bad. Like, what kind of drugs? Cocaine? Like, it started, cocaine. so it started with, like, I started with drinking. It started with, uh, and then I started smoking weed with him. And then he introduced me to cocaine. Because he came from, like, a like a, like a kind of, like, rich town, like, near the small town where I grew up. And, like, we didn't have cocaine where I'm from. Like, Ingleside, Texas, like, you don't have that. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even know what the fuck it was until I met him. And then, uh, so he started doing that. And he... He basically, like, brought his whole family down. He brought me down with him. My parents kicked me out of the house. They didn't trust me anymore. And then one day, he basically almost killed me because he started, like, injecting me with stuff. And, like, to this day, I don't even know what it was that he was, like, putting in my body. And I remember feeling like I was going to die. And he, like, and left he me. He was doing it too and then giving it to you? Or just no, like-, like, he was just, like, putting, like, he, I got so skinny at one point that he was, like, putting shit in between my toes. Like, it was so bad. Like, I've never, like, I've never, like, told anybody this in an interview, so this is, like, a lot for me right now. But, but, like, while you were sleeping? No, like, I don't even, I was just, I was there, but I wasn't there, you know what I mean? I was just, like, I was, like, his fucking sex slave, basically. Like, it was bad. And I was 17, you know, like, I just turned 17 when all this started happening. And, um... Basically, like I, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna die. Like I have to make a choice. Like I need to get out of here. And I went back to my dad's, and my, of course, my dad, like, you know, let me back home after he saw like my condition and stuff. And um, that guy was always threatening my family. Like he'd show up to our house, like threatening my dad to like let me out and stuff like that. Then I went away to college, and um, that's kind of like when I, where I was like, oh, I can like start over to turn a new leaf. Well, this guy started showing up to my my school that was like five hours away. And um, I don't know, I was just always like looking over my shoulder. I was always scared and stuff. And then I discovered like martial arts and I was like, oh, cool. Like I can like learn how to defend myself so I won't be fucking scared all the time, you know? It's like a lifetime. And, just, and then that just turned into this. Like I just. So, but now you walk into like a karate class, you just do. No, it was a Muay Thai. It was a Muay Thai. It was a Muay Thai class. And I just, like, fucking loved it. I was like, whoa, this is so cool. And then I had my first Muay Thai fight eight months later, and I won. And then I was just like, whoa, like, this is such a cool feeling. And then, like, seeing, like, my family be proud of me was, like, a really big accomplishment just because they had been so disappointed in me, you know, for, like, so many years, like, feeling that, like, getting my hand raised and, like, them cheering. I was like, <laughs> so, wow. Paulie, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. This is now awesome. That, 
Now that you're a fighter and you have all these fighter friends, do you want to find this guy and kick his fucking ass? Dude, no. So check this out. So not too long ago, one of my Diego Sanchez. No, one of my aunts. One of my aunts sent me a um, a link to like it's called a Corpus Christi Caller Times or whatever. It's like the newspaper back home with like this headline. So homeboy, my ex, like eventually from like what I kind of like like found out was like he pretty much became homeless like his parents divorced because of him because he was like taking money from him and his dad was an enabler or whatever well he fucking goes into a cvs like i guess he's homeless by this time and he like like does like a bomb threat so now he's like facing like life in prison for like terrorist threat and shit yeah and i'm just like well like my life could have gone that way but i like this way you know what i mean that's so so awesome that like martial arts saved your life it really is and like i always tell people that but they don't know because i've never like told anybody really a story i just tell them oh i drink a lot but like they don't know like oh my god yeah i felt a lot of shame i felt a lot of shame now how old Uh, was this guy when you were 17 he was what 18 he was a year older than me yeah the bad just a bad person yeah he was super bad have you done therapy uh yeah well i went to like i did this thing in vegas it's like it's called a choice leadership center and it's like a leadership program but a lot of it like in order to get to the leadership program you have to go through like uh, it's called breakthrough and discovery and like that was actually the first time that i was able to like openly like say it in front of a classroom yeah but it's crazy because like now i can talk about it and like it doesn't make me cry but like the first time i talked about it it was really hard. Like I was like, like crying, ugly crying. And like, but now I'm just like, I need to be able to tell this story because it, it might be able to help somebody. You know what I mean? You know how many people will be able to help? You know how many people are in terrible relationships right now? Uh, yeah. Oh my God. I mean, we're a codependent relationship with narcissistic men. It's like, <laughs> Everywhere, epidemic. I know. I mean, like, I'm still kind of doing the same shit, but it's not as bad. So it's I like I, I wouldn't. You're not. <laughs> somebody's not drugging you and putting no against your will. Drugging I mean, me with that D. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about. So you came to my show with Kira Batera, right? Uh, and you and Kira fought each other, and that was it. Was a good fight. Kira took you down and out wrestled you. That was the way she. She beat fucking you. didn't. She fucking didn't make weight. Love you, Kira, but fucking learn how to make weight. Well, she's fighting in Bellator in two weeks, by the way. Yeah, but she's fighting at a bigger weight class now, which is good because 105 didn't work out for her. So she was, so she came with her boyfriend. I guess they're broken up now. Thank God, that guy. Yeah, uh, it was bad news. But it seemed like they were trying to get you to have a threesome. Because uh, that night, they were like, they were partying with you. And they were, it seemed like they were like, let's go out and party. And, and, and you were like looking at me like, hey, want to go out? And I was like, I got it. This is, this is not going to be anywhere good. Uh, this is, <laughs> this, I go, you know, when I, there was a younger version of me, Bill, where I would do, here's what I would do. I, would, I was in a relationship. I know the younger version. We, we, I knew you during the younger version of you, Adam. Right. But when I was in a relationship, right, with like my ex, I would go on a cruise ship and work. And then at night, I go dance with all the girls and blah, blah, blah. We grind and this and that. <laughs> go for walks and I got a big heart on and I'm fucking, you know, that. And then at I the can't end- I imagine you grinding. And then, and then at the end, they're like, hey, wanna go back? Then at the end, they're like, hey, wanna go back to my room? And I'd be like, oh no, I, I, I can't, you know? And then I'd be like, I'm such a great guy, right? But basically I'm ordering food, putting it on the table, 
and then going, I'm not going to eat it. Right. That's, that's, and then thinking I'm a great guy. Now I'm just You're not ordering the twat You're a twat Now I'm not ordering the food anymore because I don't want to be in that situation. I just, I'm not going to eat it because I'm not going to fucking order it. I'm not going to Postmate yeah. it or Uber Eats uh, in that situation. Uh, but it looked like there was going to be a fun thing. Now, was it hard for you to party with someone that you fought uh, with Kira? Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh. No, because <laughs> we already fought. It was like, I already punched her and all that. You know, it's like, whatever. <laughs> got it, got it. Now, <laughs> now, part of your old team was out of control. At Alliance MMA, it was you, Angela Magania, Rowdy Beck, uh, <laughs> and you guys would take photos on the beach. Your asses would be up in the air. I don't know if there was any panties. They weren't up in the air. We were laying down. Okay, you, you, were, you, you, were laying? Like, you have like a distorted view of reality. <laughs> she was laying down with a slight arch in her back. I don't, it seemed like your butt was higher than the rest of them. Right? <laughs> and, uh, and then... Uh, Magania was always posting these things of like, and then Rowdy, like, what, 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 what happened there? Tell, tell us the truth. Like, was it? What do you was mean? It, was it crazy sex nights with those three? Was no. It <laughs> no. But do you like girls, Paulina? Have you ever been with a girl? Uh, like not just like not but just a girl. No. Far <laughs> <laughs> off base, thinking that you're going to. I don't even know how to answer that. Uh, so, like, so it was like another <laughs> dude and a girl. So you guys, so okay, so it was like a kind of a, a group thing, right? See, yeah. See, that, yeah, that's the problem, Paulina, with you. You, you go for it, you're having orgies, and, and, and you're... It, it doesn't happen, like, all the time. It happened, like, twice. Twice. Like, this week? Um, so, <laughs> oh! I, I feel like twice is not even a lot, like, compared to a lot of other people I know. No, it just seemed like the, the MMA lifestyle is... Uh, it's hard. You guys are, you know, you're, you're working out. There's all this testosterone yeah. and, and, you know, blood pumping. Uh, estrogen and, walks in. Yeah, yeah. Also, you were, like, in a, you were in a terrible relationship when you were younger, and then you now you want to, like, live a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, but it would be nice to see you. Uh, I don't, like, do, do you want to have kids one day? Yes, I do. That's actually, like, why I stopped drinking and smoking weed and shit, because I'm just, like, I want a guy to, like, take me seriously, and I want a guy to, like, I want to be able to like not make stupid decisions because I'm influenced. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, like I'd be drunk and be like, beer goggles, and then I'm just like, oh, what did I do? You know? So I'm just like, I don't, I don't yeah. want to like, I don't know. I just want to have like a clear head and like make the right decisions and like, you know, and and not have that. Oh, it was because I'm drunk. Now it's like, oh, bitch, it's because you're fucking stupid. You know? Uh, I mean, Bill, I, I remember hearing about you, you were drunk back in the day. You used to finger girls on red carpets and stuff. Like, after oh my god, that's true. That, I don't that, think that, so. that's what Andrea told me. That, that didn't happen. I don't think so. Um, Maybe I don't know. I used to drink uh, a lot. Yeah. So now, all right, back to fighting. Uh, I also read you don't watch <laughs> tape on any of your opponents. Is this true? No, I don't. Is that smart? I don't know. Well, like, the other day, my coach, we were, like, kind of watching a little bit. But, like, it's, like, I don't know. Because to me, it's, like, anybody can look good fighting anybody. Like, I don't know. Like, they're not fighting me. So I just focus on, like, me and what I do right or what I do wrong. But, the, but isn't and, it, like, and I just, like, I just let my coaches figure it out. <laughs> I'm just, like, all right. Here, you watch this. This is the girl I'm fighting. Like, what to do? Train yeah. me accordingly. You but know? isn't there a thing where you're like, if you're watching a fighter, you're like, oh, I noticed that when she, you know, when she, when she 
when she she drops her left when she you know shoots. They notice that. Yeah, oh, the coach. That? That's how Poirier beat McGregor, really, because he knows his stance. He's like, I'm just gonna take that leg out. You know. So you, yeah. And now, is your coach Dominic Cruz? And I knew um, he's one of them. Yeah. Who else? Uh, Eric Del Fiero. Yeah, he's a good coach. He's but um, coach. that's like something like because we I didn't know who I was gonna fight in that tournament until weigh-ins. They announced, you know, so it's it's hard to study eight eight other girls that I could possibly be fighting, you know? So coach did that. And then uh, Angie was the one who actually studied the girl that I fought. Cause Angie was with me fight day. And, you know, we both found out at the same time who my first round opponent was. So Angie was the one watching tape. And um, I kind of already knew that that girl would try to like clench and, you know, all that stuff. But um, yeah, I made the mistake of touching her gloves. I'm never touching gloves again, by the way. All no, of you guys listening, I'm never touching your fucking gloves. What happened? Touch the glove and she just charged you? <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, I kind of, like, put myself in her range. You know what I mean? And I shouldn't have done that. Like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. Like, uh, I know it's a respect thing, but I'm just, like, it's also a fight. So, fuck you. Yeah. That's you <laughs> so, I, I don't know if I should bring this up because I'll take it out of the podcast if, uh, <laughs> if, uh, if, uh, if you want me to. Right? But, right. um... Can we talk about the time you got into a fight in the in the uh, bathroom, or no? in the uh, in the uh, shower? In the shower with Jessica I. Oh. I, 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 I could take it out if you want. I, I, I we take stuff out all the time. We're not live. I just think it's a funny story. Um. She talked about it on the show. She's never. Oh, named she did. You. Yeah, but she never named you. What did What did she say? Okay. So it wasn't even a fight. I fucking got naked in front of her ass. Anyways, I want to hear. I want to hear what she said. All right, that doesn't look like a fight at all. You got naked. <laughs> in front of her yeah, she, she was like trying to tell me to take a picture down off my, off my so Instagram. I, I was like, that no, you, that she was dating a fighter, and that you were dating the same fighter, uh, yeah. and that she came to Alliance to fight you because you didn't even show up to sparring. So then, it, okay, we're I, gonna talk about it. You can put it on air, actually. Okay, so so I I had heard. Okay, okay. Uh, so could you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I heard. So you guys were dating the same fighter, you and Jessica I, and she comes to Alliance to, to train, and then corners you while you're in the shower, uh, and then tried to fight you in the shower. Now was she naked too in the shower? She didn't even try to fight me. She was. <clears throat> she's a very like this she was barking in my face telling me to take a picture down as oh. i'm taking my clothes off to get in the shower turn around get in the shower i don't think it was uh try to fight oh. and the next day she knew it was sparring and she didn't she didn't show up to sparring so because oh, then i heard she's bigger than me and she's bigger than me bigger than i was fucking terrified but i was like you know what we're gonna fucking fight and she didn't show up, so. I mean, I just think if and you and all my team can vouch for me. Yeah, Phil. Phil Davis said he came and broke it up. Uh, which Phil I, Davis did not come and broke it up. He was not even there. He wasn't in the shower. Oh, was the fight was the fighter Dominic Cruz because he's hot. So no, he, nobody came. No, it wasn't Dominic. <laughs> she wishes. No, I'm just kidding. So. Um, all right. Well, I mean, honestly, I think if you fought Jessica in the shower, that would only fans would probably. It wasn't even a fight. Like, 
I don't even know why she said she tried to fight me because she didn't even touch me. She like was barking in my face. Like she's always barking. Like, yeah. and <laughs> like the thing that happened, like I remember like, I, I was like, fuck t- tomorrow's sparring. And I was like, I know she's going to be there. And I was like, no, fuck it. Like, don't be a little bitch. This is your house. So I fucking show up to sparring and I was like jump roping all fucking like, I was like, all ready to go, you know? And I was like looking at the door and she like never showed up. And Dominic, he walked up to me and he was like, hey, I'm really proud of you for showing up to sparring. She didn't even show up. Oh, and cool. I was like, and I was, I got all defensive. I was like, why wouldn't I show up? This is, this is my, this is my gym. And he was like, whoa, I'm just saying like, good, you know, good job for showing up. And I was just like, well, she has really, a- really <laughs> glad that she didn't show up. I was like, fuck, but at least I was there. Well, she was- Who would win in a fight between those two? Be- She's big. I don't know. Honestly, like I'm pretty fucking crazy too. Like I'm small, but I'm pretty fucking crazy. Like, she would have. She would have had to knock me out. I think I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have gave up. I mean, you're well, you're a purple belt. She's also, I think, a purple belt. She's a little bigger. Both have great striking. Now she has OnlyFans too. Do you think we could do kind kind of a championship? Like I think I win. Who I win? So I win so fast. <laughs> this is the best podcast ever. <laughs> My favorite show we've ever had. Paulina, you have to come on every. Paulina, you're great. Have you have you have you thought about doing things in entertainment like acting or anything like that? You you have a great personality. Oh, thanks. Wrestling, WWE down the road. I don't. I, I like watch WWE, but I'm just like I don't even know what what my my if I'd be like a heel or be like be like the good one. You know what I mean? Because I have a little bit of both sides. I, well, that, that's the thing now. You sometimes they're both. You could, what would your nickname be? Like the seductress or something or like. Uh, I don't know, like batshit crazy. Or, or like, <laughs> uh, Can well, we go with the seductrix, please? Not not batshit crazy. Not batshit crazy. Or, no. No. Okay, I got it. Now you're in Texas. Now, are you training in Texas? No, I'm just visiting my family, visiting my mom, and then I'm gonna go to Corpus Christi tomorrow to, or Saturday to see my dad and hang out with him for Father's Day, and then I'm back to San Diego on the 26th. I saw you in Vegas. You were kicking ass in Vegas, by the way. Like, you didn't even, when I saw you at a syndicate. Oh, yeah. And, and you were, like, beating, like, like UFC fighters, like, 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 fucking <laughs> everyone up. And then I told you afterwards, I'm like, yo, you were kicking those girls' asses there in the UFC. You're like, really? They are? <laughs> and then, like, like, Victoria Vortex, who was, like, a four-time national champion, was wrestling with you. And, like, I'm like, you know, she was, like, the best wrestler in, in the world at one point. She's like, Really? Uh, <laughs> I, you're like, I thought she had good takedowns. Uh, like, I mean, do you even know who the fuck you're training with? Like, do you just, you don't even care, huh? It's just, they're, they're just people, like, uh, you know, me and you, so, I don't know. That's true. Well, not really like me and you. I was never, I'm not in the UFC or a uh, four-time, you know, national champion. But I like how you just don't you know, I knew I knew she was good, but like I, like I said, like, I don't, I don't watch video. I'm not like, a, I don't like keep up with, I'm not like a nerd. I don't keep up with the statistics of like, I don't know. I just, I don't. That's good. And I, now you told me that your brother was upset with your OnlyFans. Uh, yeah. how, how, how old is your brother? He wasn't upset. It was my dad. So my dad got upset about it because somebody at his work is my, my fan. But anyway, <laughs> they, he found, and he found out. So my dad's like, he's like the superintendent of like, a department in his company so like he like he's like an image person like he cares about what people think you know what i mean and he's just 
he found out that his daughter is doing OnlyFans through like some of his foreman or whatever. A foreman came to your dad and goes, Look, basically, right? On the way and yeah. I think so, like, or something like that happened, or like my dad kind of heard a cheese man through the grapevine, you know. But, anyways. <laughs> He like told my dad never confronted me about it. Like he made my little brother tell me like something. My little brother was like, "I don't care if you have an OnlyFans, but I'm just talking to you because Dad wanted me to talk to you." And yeah, that is a, that's crazy. I mean, was it <laughs> now was it one of your dad's like was your dad the boss and one of his associates some under him was on, was on your fan page? I feel like it's probably it's a really big company, so it's probably a lot of them. It's a big company in a small town that I grew up in. So it's like everybody that didn't leave my town works there. Do they have you yell out like, fuck your dad? Like, I hate my, like, that, like on a thing, like do a private message of like, my dad's the worst boss or something. Do they, they have you say <laughs> stuff like that or no? No. no. I was like, <laughs> my dad's great. My dad's I know, awesome. But, if I, but, but if, I, if I hated my boss, right? I, and her daughter was the only I feel like I feel like, I feel like somebody told somebody that cares about my dad and the person that cares about my dad probably told him out of concern you know without yeah. knowing it's like because people like just associate only fans to like porn right They're like mm -hmm. oh and it's like not it's not really like no, that you don't do any kind of porn right no good okay you just basically someone says i want to see your butt <laughs> <laughs> it's workout tips <laughs> hard because look a part of me as as like a part of me wants to be like that guy who's like, oh, you're so hot. Yeah, you're sexy, blah, blah, blah. But then there's like the father, like nice part of me in me that like is concerned about her and likes her as a friend and as a person. Yeah. So it, it, I'm constantly at war with myself because I feel like if you were on this podcast 10 years ago, I would be like, so let me see your ass. Let's see what the big deal is. <laughs> but like, but I'd be like, that, subscribe, Adam. But she now that, now that I'm 43 <laughs> years old and like, it's just different. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I've, I don't know if it evolved or devolved. To be honest, I don't know if this you're is torn a between being a dad and being a daddy. That's what it is. Oh, well, that's it, hilarious. Basically, like a part of being like, because uh, you know, I, I also like just also know how good of a fighter you are, and I want you to focus up. Because I think when I, when I talked to you, I hadn't fought in like two years. Well, the the thing is, OnlyFans actually has helped me focus on fighting because oh, yeah. I'm not that's working funny. the brewery like eight hours a day I'm not you know what I mean like I'm not like now I, I work at a gym like once a week basically and I just kind of do that just to get out of the house <laughs> but like most of the time I'm training like I can train now because of OnlyFans because I'm not worried about money all the time I'm not like can I pay the bills like it's helped me like even like stabilize my like my crazy fucking head because I was always stressed out about being able to make ends meet and now it's like, okay, like, I don't have to worry about that. Now I can just worry on training and I can like, now I can pay to get a massage because my body hurts. Now I can pay to get training clothes now. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's actually helped. A hundred percent. No, I mean, I mean, Kira, I think Kira, I think Kira went too far because she was like doing, I mean, there's a lot of money to be made. And I think some people like, they want more and more and more, but I'm just like, all right, I, I'm making this amount. Like, I'm cool with that. Like. She was making like 50 grand a month. On people it. get greedy. Yeah, you get greedy and that's all you want. You want more and more and more and more. But I'm just like. Good, good. All right, we have to have limits. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, so I know Jessica I has like tears on her thing. It's like $6,000 for like a full, like, like a naked shot or something. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Like, uh, 
you know, I can't, I can't believe guys have OnlyFans, but like, I, I'm sure it's only gay dudes that are like wanting to- Subscribing, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any women paying, because they'll just be like, if a girl I, wants- I would never pay. Like, I'll just get on Tinder and ask for a dick pic if I wanna. <laughs> yeah, it's that easy. Like what, what worries it pay $50, $100 a month to see some guy's dick? You know, I mean, that's, uh, I, I think my wife paid not to see my dick. You know, like, I, mean, <laughs> I just, I can't see that, right, Bill? Yeah. You know the thing with girls though? Like, or at least I'm speaking for myself. Like, I don't like get turned on by a dick pic. Like, it doesn't like turn me on. Like, I'm not like very visual. Can I send you one? It might change your mind. The lighting (laughs) is perfect. Oh, God, that face. Composition. (laughs) This way might turn you on. She has that face down to a fucking science. But (laughs) another girl yesterday said that. Not dick pics don't turn g- girls on, but guys jerking off to completion turns them on. I, I, there's no fucking way that's true. That's what, that's what Anthony. I'm just like, Anthony, ew. Anthony Burchek's wife posted that. I'm like, she's a fucking freak. You know, Anthony Burchek, his <laughs> wife, you know. Oh, the planet girl? The, the, yeah, the planet girl. Like, I mean, isn't she married? For, why is she posting that anyway? If my wife fucking posted, like, hey, I want guys to jerk, I'd be like, we're, we're divorced. Like you're fucking, you're posting that it's over. Like you're, you want guys to send you, cause that asshole is going to be sending you fucking jerk off pics. I can't think of anything more gross. Uh, yeah. When, when you're, as a guy who jerk off, it looks like you're stabbing yourself with a, a small knife. In the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it looks like you're a squirrel. Fucking like, it's, it's horrible. It's, it makes me uncomfortable. That's why I make them pay me. I'm like, you have to pay me if you want me to watch this. But how do they know you're watching it? Exactly. Can you give them the thumbs up? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Let it play. That's hilarious. That, that's, you, should, you know what you should do? You should tape, videotape you, like, watching, like, someone eating food or something, like, making a really nice food, and you're like, yummy, and then just give them that, and be like, oh, this is me watching you jerk off. So they don't know, like. Right? Or, like, remember that, remember Two Girls, One Cup, they'd have Two Girls, One Cup reaction videos? I didn't even watch it. Your face watching people jerk off like, Ugh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, no, but I have to fake it. I have to fake that I like it. Uh, yeah, you, you got you got to get to the UFC. All right, so uh, when's your next fight? Well, I don't know. Hopefully, whenever my hand heals, it's healing fast. It's healing fast. No, it was just very swollen, but it's healing. You see, how it's still kind of swollen right here. Wow. No, dude, my hand was like this the other day, like a fucking club hand. Uh, and then me and me and Juliana went out, and I kept covering it because I didn't want anybody to see it. Juliana Pena? No, Juliana Miller. Killer uh, Miller. But don't you think, like, if you meet a guy and he knows that your hand's swollen from punching a chick in the face, he's going to be so turned on by that? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I, I get, it scares guys. That's why, like, I don't like to tell them that I fight. And, like... My friend kept telling everybody we were fighters, and I was like, quit telling them! <laughs> They're not going to think we're soft and sweet anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 think you're, I think you're lying to yourself. I, I think you don't realize, either you don't realize how pretty you are, or you're just acting. Um, now, as far as... Oh, uh, that's nice. Uh, it's true. Now, uh, as far as... Um, so, Invicta, your hand. You, you, so, have you thought about doing bare-knuckle boxing? Hell no. Maybe we're, when I'm ready for my dreams to die, but. <laughs> ah, 
No. Like, if my hand got swollen, like, with an MMA glove, like, could you imagine, like, that? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And, and also, who do you use the balls for Paulina? And I literally try to punch people as hard as I can. Like, I feel like in the bare-knuckle boxing, like, I'll, like, I'll, like, mess up my hands. Like, I don't know. I don't I feel like that would hurt so bad. Hmm. Are you ever worried about hurting your 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 money maker? Like uh, having nose fucking like this and shit. You never I worried about. I broke my orbital, but like, I'm pretty good at like deflecting punches. Like when people punch, I'm pretty good at like kind of going with them, you know. So like they don't like land flush. But uh, I mean, that girl threw a lot of punches, and I mean, they didn't really land. Like I don't know. I've gotten pretty uh, you're good like at a throwback Mexican fighter. You really are like. Honestly, you got to see her fights, dude. She just stands there yeah. and fucking wings. Um, if, I was your co- <laughs> if I was your coach, though, I would say, Paulina, we're really good at this type of fighting, but let's try to, like, shoot some double legs or single legs or – just you know, like, look, we have that, but the problem is sometimes, like, you know, like, let's just – because that one girl you fought, you would have beaten her, but her reach, she just had a little bit of reach on you. Oh, Gloria. Yeah, so I just feel like you guys were playing Ugh, a lot of I hate that fight, too. That was frustrating. And she kept running away, and I'm like, and I'm already shorter than her, and, like, when somebody's running away, it's, like, even harder for me to catch up and punch them, you know? <laughs> but. <laughs> it's all right. You're right there. I mean, you know, you're right there. What, are you 32, 33? 33. But you don't have much wear and tear. You've only had eight fights. Uh, you were a great amateur too, though. You had some big amateur wins over some. Yeah, eight, eight I didn't. I was undefeated as an amateur. Yeah, you kicked ass. You beat my friend Jordan too. Fucking hottie. Dude, uh, she was she was so salty that I beat her. I was like, she was salty because like they like flew me in basically to like lose to her, and I was like, nah, not today. She was my friend's ex girlfriend, and uh, I'm I'm sure he's probably happy you beat her now. Um, <laughs> so. Well, listen, Paulina, you're awesome. Uh, anything you want to – where can people follow you or you want to plug your OnlyFans or you want to plug what – what, talk to me. So all across the board, my, um, my social media is all the same. It's Paulina Grana 2. Okay. Get it? Uh, Bill, anything you want to <laughs> say? The your... number two is dos in Spanish. Now, what yeah. do you think about guys that Paulina, are – going to follow you on Instagram. You better follow me back. What do you think about okay. guys – what about guys that are brown belts – who just had a kid, but may or may not be with their baby mamas, who are super smart and are getting and out have no there. And no chance there, and also Is that you there. or what? Is that you, Bill? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I can take you in jiu-jitsu, but just because I'm- also, You're also 205 pounds. I know, <laughs> you look massive. So, you have nice teeth, though. No, he's a good, he's a good looking guy. He was, uh, he, he's, a, he's a good actor, too. He's been on like 100 things. He's a brown belt. Uh, I love how she said, you have nice teeth, though. The hidden message there is like, I could do without your face. Though, no, no you're, you're, you're hot, okay? Damn. God, wow. but if you saw my wallet, you'd be like, next. <laughs> I'd be like, I'll give you some of mine. Or what about, what about your two-week-old baby? That might actually, well, I don't know, maybe she likes that. Who knows? Um, and now, Bill, Bill, are you with your baby mama? Or are you guys just friends? Or what's the deal? The work in progress. Okay, Paulina, he's perfect for you. Okay, so <laughs> this, is, this is exactly what you're looking for. Uh, a very emotionally stable man. All right, well, listen. Um, thank you, Paulina, for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Bill. Uh, you guys are the best. That was uh, fun. Thank you, Pat. Thanks, Paulina. Bye-bye. Nice to meet you. Bye, Adam.
Bye. Thank you. <laughs>